Welcome to Diverse, the podcast of the Society of Women Engineers. SWE supports the advancement of women in engineering and technology. You can find all of our podcasts on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and SWE's blog all together at altogether.swe.org. Looking for more information and data on women in engineering? Head over to research.swe.org and review the groundbreaking research that SWE has been conducting. SWE's research efforts include reporting on women of color in engineering and how community colleges may play a role in getting more women to graduate with engineering degrees. You can also check out the annual SWE Literature Review in SWE Magazine's State of Women in Engineering issue. Hi, I'm Penny Worsing, FY19 President of the Society of Women Engineers, and this is SWE's Diverse Podcast Series. Joining me now as part of our Women Executives in Engineering podcast is Kriya Kitcher. She is a chemical engineering graduate from Newcastle University in the UK with 20 years of experience in the food industry. And her current role at PepsiCo is Supply Chain Operations Director at their Tropicana plant in Florida. Welcome, Kriya. Thank you, Penny. So tell us a little about your background and your career. How, how did you get into engineering? I was a very typical engineering student in that I loved maths and chemistry at school. Uh, they were the subjects that I felt very passionate about and loved and enjoyed and was okay at. University then chemical engineering was the obvious choice. For me, once I then looked at graduating from university, I started getting really interested in industries where everything wasn't already written down, where I would be challenged personally, intellectually, around doing something different. And the food industry really sparked that interest for me. So I was able to go into industry where you had to very much rely on your basic technical principles and apply some of those knowledge in really challenging environments because food doesn't follow a textbook a lot of the time when you're working with natural materials from meat products to fruits to vegetables to all of the varieties in between. That's an interesting perspective. I never, I love food. I never thought of it in that way. It's really interesting. I was talking to, a, a, sorry, another SWE member just a little bit ago today and she was saying when she came into the food industry, one of her colleagues said, oh, I wouldn't want to go in the food industry. What's interesting about putting cheese in a can? What was interesting is we both were very passionate about, but it's really interesting. Can you imagine how do you make cheese flow? How do you get it into a can? How do you look at the chemical interaction between the cheese product and the chemicals you put on the inside of cans to make sure they sustain what they do? How do you make sure you seam the can properly so it doesn't get mold on the inside? So there's some really interesting, challenging things that the food industry does, especially as a chemical engineer, I found fascinating in the 20 years I've been in it. That is fascinating. Well, so as you mentioned, you've been at uh, in the food industry and at PepsiCo uh, for more than 20 years. Um, you've traveled and worked around the globe. Tell us about some of your career experiences in the different countries. So I've been really lucky, Penny, to work in across many countries. In my career, I've worked in the UK um, as my home base, but I've worked in Finland, Australia, Thailand, Italy, and, and now have the pleasure of working in the US. I was really keen to balance my career development with some really interesting life experiences and found that 
I was able to do that with the companies that I worked with, being very open and honest with my manager and my mentors and able to work on everything as diverse as setting up a new production line just outside Milan in Italy. Then traveling, I took a year off and did some traveling, but worked as an engineer in Australia and in Thailand. And then working with Pepsi, Pepsi have been fantastic about supporting different challenges and different opportunities. So when I said I wanted to go international six years ago, they worked really tightly with me, with my mentors, with my manager, and really looked at opportunities that would fit with me and my family. And it brought me here to Florida, which is fantastic. That um, That is interesting. And, and uh, I never would have thought uh, that uh, an industry such as food would um, would give you so many opportunities. What advice would you give to women looking for that international experience? I think the most important thing is to have two very challenging but open and honest conversations. The first one is at home. I'm married with two children, and that was the first really important conversation I had to have, which was where would we as a family want to live? Where would be where would it work for my my husband's career as well? And how could we balance that with looking at some great opportunities for us as a family and build that experience? So that's the first thing. The second thing was really having that very open conversation with my direct manager, but also my mentor and some of the support network that I have around me. Being clear about what you do want to do and don't want to do, maybe the don't want to do is sometimes more important, was really worked very well for me. So I have a list of countries that I absolutely would be willing to work in. There's also a list of countries I absolutely would not be willing to work in. And there's a set of countries in the middle that are up for negotiation. And I've shared them very openly when I started talking about wanting to gain international experience at Pepsi five or six years ago. And my manager and, my, and the HR team and my support network worked with me to really help me unlock where some of those opportunities were. And that's how I ended up at Tropicana as well. That That is an interesting perspective because I think some, um, particularly some of our younger listeners may be concerned that if they, um, if they say no to an opportunity, that may be career limiting. But you found that that was very important in your um, decision process. I think it's important to get in front of the conversation, Penny, and ensure that as you are starting to think about your career and where it's going, thinking about what you would and wouldn't want to do and being open about that first, rather than having to turn down opportunities as your manager brings them to you, is probably a good way of doing it. Because then everybody knows what you're looking for, really clear about what you want to do in terms of your personal and professional development. It makes your career conversations go a little bit easier, is what I found with my experience. That makes sense. Um, So um, it sounds like you've had a, a lot of different experiences. What's the most exciting or, or cutting edge project that you've been involved in? I've, I mean, I've worked in food since graduation. So within PepsiCo, I've had four very different roles um, across each product area that we make. So whether it be snack foods or oats and grains, or whether it's been in juice, I've, I've looked at a lot of different uh, challenges. So I've helped put new line installations in. I've looked at how you optimize an extruded product. 
have installed popped products. So for our rice cake, uh, Stacker Jacks brand in the in Europe, I've also done things that really tie into a big passion of mine. So the first plant I worked at in the UK in, in Scamsdale, which is in the north of England, which has a good level of wind, we me and the team there helped install our first um, wind mast to capture the data that we needed to be able to put a a wind turbine on site. And that enabled the snacks plant there, which is fairly energy intensive to utilize green energy to drive, uh, drive that plant there. The second thing, again, within the whole green area was when I was down in Suffolk, uh, which is in the South of England, I put in solar panels and which wouldn't automatically think the UK is very sunny, but what we were able to do with the solar panels and utilizing the remnants of the apples after we'd got the juice out of them was build an anaerobic digestion plant, which enabled us to use both the anaerobic digestion plant to generate electricity and the solar panels. We took that plant to using over 70% of green energy to drive our production processes. Those are things that maybe no one expects when you kind of come to work for a company like PepsiCo, those are, those are the initiatives that you get a huge amount of support for are fantastically fascinating in terms of pushing yourself both technically and problem solving and thinking of creative ways of making those projects work. That does sound really cool. And you know, when I talk to young people about, you know, considering engineering as a career, I tell them, you know, it is a, an opportunity to solve problems to change the world. And that sounds like exactly some of the things that you were doing. It is. Yeah, it's been great. So what's the toughest thing that you've had to do? So one of the toughest things I had to do was move out of plant roles and move into the more corporate roles. And the second role I did at Pepsi was a quality and food safety manager for the UK and Ireland. During that role, I had to learn how to influence some of the senior stakeholders in the business around how we needed to take our food safety strategy forward. And through doing that, I was able to both uh, learn some key personal skills, but also really develop some of my technical skills as well, which was a real surprise to me. And I got involved in some projects that really drove the food safety agenda for our great brands. For example, I did a project to how we got exactly the right amount of seasoning on a Dorito, which sounds a peculiar job for a quality and food safety manager to get involved in. But you'd be amazed how impassioned some of our consumers are about making sure that seasoning is just right on their Doritos. And that was a great project to get involved in. And another one, which I think is a UK problem rather than than anywhere else. But um, in the UK, where the potato fields are, because we use a lot of UK potatoes, we grow locally. One of the foreign objects that we had to think very creatively about how we made sure didn't go into our potato stream was golf balls. Golf balls are because you would have potato fields near golf courses, you would get golf balls in the fields. And one of our key technical challenges was making sure you could separate potatoes and golf balls because surprisingly, golf balls will slice, um, which was an eye opener moment for myself. But we did some great work there about ensuring the food safety of our product and making sure that our consumer got the great products they learned to expect. With such a variety of locations and roles, what's the best place you've ever worked? Over the 12 years, it's definitely been a range of experiences, but I think the most beautiful factory location I've worked in is that we have a plan, PepsiCo has a plan in in Suffolk that where I worked before I came over to, to Florida. 
And the plant is in the middle of the apple orchards that we use to make the apple juice uh, for the Capella brand. And it was, you drove down through the orchards to get to the factory every day. And there is no more beautiful drive to work than I think I've had in my 20 year career. Great place to work as well with some great people. Um, but then on the other side of it, I now work at one of the biggest juice facilities in PepsiCo. And I'm half an hour from some of the best beaches in America. So there hasn't been many downsides to the locations where I've worked. It does sound wonderful. Um, so you mentioned that you're married and you have two children. Um, how do you balance everything? And, and what what have you taught your daughter and son about what you do and, and your advice to them in school? I think the the biggest thing to recognize when you I am married and two children is that it, is it is going to be tough at times. So I do try to ensure I take the balance and encourage it in the others that I work with as well. So PepsiCo is a huge support and supports me in the flexibility I need to ensure that, for example, I can leave a little bit early to get to a softball game or come in a little later because my son wanted me to attend a, a breakfast at school one morning. So PepsiCo is a, a mass, massive support of that. And what that does allow me to do is make sure that I can support what I, I'm very passionate about, which is making sure that I'm in their schools talking about STEM careers and talking about what a great thing maths is for them and what a great industry I work in. So that's been kind of a key thing. The balance of flexibilities is also just making sure, and it's something our ex-CEO said very clearly, which is, when you're at home and when you're with children, be present. So making sure you're carving out that time and be present. And I think with the world that we work in that's 24-7 and constant, that's sometimes quite hard. But I found that's really helped me balance focusing time for my children, focusing time for, for the work that I do, and also making sure that I get the great opportunity to do some fun stuff that balances both, like going into school and talking about fruit juice, you know, with the added benefit that the children love the juice that I bring in and give them. <laughs> I'm sure you're a very popular speaker. <laughs> I seem to be, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I understand that you're active in the women's network in PepsiCo. Uh, tell me about that. So I think one of the biggest learnings I've had as a, a woman in engineering is just how phenomenally important it is for us all as, as women in these careers to support each other. And here at Tropicana, we have a very active women's inclusion network with some um, SWE members who are part of our women's network and did engineering at UF, which is where we have a, a clear partnership um, with SWE. What we do, though, is really recognize how important that network is to each other. And we've done some great work and some great programs to do that. And one great example is the Wonder Women program that we started a couple of years ago where women, through Women's History Month, which we call out in March, nominate another great woman that they work with. And they share what they appreciate about their colleague. It's had a phenomenal response. And, and it's crazy what a small thing, but how a peer recognizing what great work you do can mean to somebody in their day to day. It's now been picked up and shared across a number of PepsiCo sites. So I think there's a number in the US that will be doing the similar in March about calling out what, what wonderful women we have within our part of the food industry and what great work they do every day. In addition to that, we recognize that often in manufacturing, 
there's a number of sites where we have women working that maybe aren't as big as Bradenton, where I work now. So how did we how do we make sure that those women figure out how they get their own network? So we pulled together all the women as supervisors and managers from the Southeast US plants together for three days in October last year. So give those women the time to really build their network, spend time to reflect and learn new skills, but really also help them identify who is going to be their person to support and help their career development and be on their side as they continue to progress through the PepsiCo business. Interesting. Um, so we're about to wrap up here. Um, what advice would you have for women who want to become leaders? I think first of all, the most important thing is do the job you're doing well. As you do the job you're doing really well, it's your ticket to having some really great conversations with senior leaders around the business of all you can offer to the next role or that department you want to move to or that location you want to move to. Then you need to really be brave. Spend time thinking about what's really important to you and your career. And I talked about it when we talked about the international moves. You know, make sure your network, your manager, your mentor, your HR lead are clear about it too, that they become advocates for you and what you want to go do moving forward. You know, as I said, I told my stakeholders years before I wanted an international move and, and worked really hard to talk to a number of people in my network who could help and support that move. You need to be open. Sometimes the most critically important roles to your career may not be the ones that you would expect or maybe not choose the quality and food safety role was that role for me, but finding that challenge, doing something a little different, I can honestly say can be hugely rewarding. And then last but not least, find your support network, that peer who you can talk to can help you through some of the challenges that you are going to face, but who can help and support you through it. You know, my support group is still the group that I started work with after graduation. You know, one of them lives in Galway, one of them lives in Barcelona, but they're still as critical to me today as they were 20 years ago. And every career move, every career decision, all three of us still talk about now today, but it's really helped each of us um, really deliver a fantastic career journey that we've all been on for the last 20 years. Well, it does sound fantastic. Uh, Kriya, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Kriya Kitcher is with PepsiCo uh, as Supply Chain Operations Director at their Tropicana plant in Florida. So thank you so much for joining us. I'm Penny Worsing from all of us at SWE. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Please don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or like your favorite episodes on SoundCloud. If you have not already made plans to be a part of the largest gathering of women engineers in the world, visit our WE19 conference site, we19.swe.org.